Hello. This episode of Suspicious is brought to you by a lonely saxophonist. This saxophonist sits on my corner every Sunday, and when I woke up this morning, I didn't know what day it was, but the saxophonist was playing a Sia song, Cheap Thrills, if I identified that correctly. So I knew it was Sunday. <laughs> Who needs a calendar when you got an annoying saxophonist on your corner? I did something amusing just now. I attempted to turn off my air conditioning with my television remote. Sometimes I can be a bit spacey. I would like to make a statement. For all the haters out there, you can suck my anus three hours after I have a burrito. Three hours after I have a burrito and a very strong latte. I recently got back from the grocery store, and it was good to see people. I had some chit-chat with the cashier, and he did not identify my age. He didn't ask for my ID. I did buy some wine. I only buy wine with names of my exes. For example, there's a brand of white wine that goes by the name Justin. I've had it. It's almost as bitter as my ex. There's also Josh and Coppola. I drink to forget my exes. On this episode of Suspicious, I would like to relay to you a tiny, mysterious door. There's a little door. It's about, I guess you could say 24.5 inches in width. It's a square shape cedar wood door. It has a round knob. And the location of the door is quite peculiar. As I relate to you in the first episode of this podcast, there was something that spoke to me, and there was charm. This place had charm. And one of the biggest talking points was this little cedar door. It's located between my kitchen and my bedroom. Now, this is a one-bedroom apartment, and to me, this is large, because I'm just going to tell you where I lived before. I basically lived in a shithole shoebox. My apartment before this one was so small, I could barely do a 360-degree turn with my arms extended. I slept in my kitchen. Or I cooked in my bedroom, one of the two. 
It was so small, I once rolled over in bed, and I was in the kitchen making a sandwich. They listed the apartment as a micro-studio. It was ridiculous. I would have killed myself if there was enough room, but it was so small, I couldn't even hang myself, and there was nothing to even hang myself from. It was just the epitome of terrible. I mean, I had Peter Dinklage over. He couldn't even do a jumping jack. My former apartment was so small. When you came over, you had to use a folding chair and keep it folded. I'm very grateful to have gotten out of that living situation. I lived near Melrose Avenue and... You know, the cars would pass and I would just pretend that I was hearing waves from the ocean. Because it kind of sounded like that. Unfortunately, I would look outside of my tiny window and see waves and waves of homeless people. So yes, after I accepted this apartment, and signed the lease. I made conversation with the guy who leased it, so I said, wow, this must be like, what, 700 square feet? And he said, no, this is like 450 square feet. And I said, really? It feels like a castle. I'm very grateful and easily pleased, apparently. Now, if you've never met me or seen me, I'm a tall man. I'm exactly six feet and zero inches. I do require a large amount of space, but I do not, man, spread. Anyways, I'm happy with how large it is. And going back to that little door, yeah, I took a picture of that little door when I came to visit the apartment one of the first times. And I showed it to my friends, and someone said it reminded them of a glory hole. Now, to picture this door, imagine a mouse pad. It's about that big, about a mouse pad, your typical mouse pad, just a square. You could barely fit a squirrel through the door. I've seen movies like Alice in Wonderland or Harry Potter. People go through mysterious portals. However, my tiny door could barely fit a squirrel. If it was a glory hole, the receiver would have to climb on my kitchen counter. I just don't see it being possible. My kitchen counter is about four feet tall. So you would have to kneel on the tile, and it would be quite uncomfortable. So let's just say the administrator of the glory hole was inside of my bedroom. You would have to move the microwave and wear knee pads as you climbed onto my kitchen counter to place your appendage through the tiny door. I I just don't see it being possible. I mean, maybe you could be the giver in the kitchen. But then 
What are you going to stand on inside of the bedroom? The heights do not align. I mean, maybe if Goliath, like you would have to, the average person would have to stand on something for their waistline to reach the tiny door. So maybe like an NBA player could come and use this glory hole. Maybe it would be a glory hole only for the tall members of male society. Someone else told me that the tiny door might have been a service door in the past. However, what kind of apartment needs a servant? And I remember saying this to that person and they said, well, maybe this building was formerly a mansion. Now, I've heard of like, Dumb waiters, which is where you put the food inside of a tiny elevator. But I have never seen or heard of a tiny door. If you know anything, give me a ring. Sometimes the tiny door makes me lonely. Because I think it would be really cute to have, like, a lover in the kitchen. I'm a... I'm a very grumpy person when I first awake, and I really cannot speak to anyone until I've had at least one cup of coffee. So how cute it would be if I had a lover who woke up before me and made the coffee and opened the tiny door and placed it there for me. Although that would require me to rise from bed, it would be better than waking up every morning all alone and having to make my own coffee. Now, I would want my lover to stir in some almond milk and as quiet as possible place the cup of coffee on the ledge by the tiny door. No speaking, no interaction, because I am Baphomet before I have had my first cup of coffee. So now, when I do make my morning coffee, I keep my eyes closed, which often results in a mess, but I do not care. Who do I need to impress? So I make the coffee and I put it there and then I go back to bed and I pretend to wake up again and I make remarks like, oh, sweetie, you left me a cup of coffee. I love you. Come to the glory hole. You deserve it. You have worked for it. If I find out what this tiny door was actually for, I will certainly relay it. And please... Let me state the following. I am aware that this podcast may be presenting you with more questions than answers, but we're here for the ride. Goodbye.